What is up? How you doing? Modern day marketer, Brett McGrath, fired up. Let's go. I have a conversation with someone who I'm excited to bring you. I've got Allie. Allie is from Census. I met her and she's got an interesting background that involves content and community. So often community gets brought up in B2B marketing and I don't think there's ever really much substance behind it. I dig in with her what community means. We talk about the process for building community in B2B. So many good nuggets. Loved her insight here. If you like what I'm doing over here, hit the subscribe button. Tell a friend you're enjoying Modern Day Marketer. Without further ado, let's kick it to the conversation. What is up, everyone? Welcome back to the show. I am excited today. I am joined by Allie, who is the Director of Content and Community at Census. We got connected. We chatted. She's into content building. She's into community building. It is a part of her role. Those are both topics that we like to talk about on this show. So I am very excited to dig in. Today, we're going to be talking about the process of building community in B2B. Um, but without further ado, Ali, how are you today? I'm doing pretty great. Um, and not to put you on the spot, but as of about an hour ago, my title is now uh, Head of Developer Marketing with the Launch of Our Community, Public Community this morning. So um, thanks for thanks for having me and for being here at this very fun and festive day. <laughs> yes, uh, late breaking news on Modern Day Marketing Podcast. Hopefully it's hopefully it's we it's broke here first before it is on LinkedIn. Uh, if if not, we'll we'll let you go ahead and post it on LinkedIn first. But congratulations. Uh, just curious, like uh, what does that change role change do in terms of your responsibilities? Yeah, for sure. Uh, so I joined Census, uh, my current company, uh, about 10 months ago and was, as you said, kind of director of content. Um, this is mostly just like an expansion of the role for us. Events, community, and content are all basically sisters to each other. So I still get to work with content, get to hire somebody to come in and take my old job and give those Legos away. And then, as I mentioned this morning, we launched our community, the Operational Analytics Club. So just getting to focus on building that out for data practitioners, as well as helping with our event marketing efforts, too. That's awesome. I, I love how you chose uh, Legos. I heard someone talk at some point in my life and they they shared the concept of giving your Legos away as your company scales. So that's something I have not heard in a while. Do you want to share some perspective on what that means to the audience if, if they are not familiar? Yeah, for sure. My old boss at my previous company, Animals, had shared that with me originally uh, when I was moving from an IC into a management role. I forget who published it, but there is like an article on like the importance of giving away your Legos at like high growth or hyper growth teams. And basically the idea of like about every three or four months, especially in startups, it feels like you get a brand new job. Uh, and in order to make room for that, you have to get rid of some of the things that you were doing before, uh, no matter how much you love them, which in my case is like writing and doing all that like kind of day-to-day -day content ops uh, in the weeds work. Um, in order to make space for some of the more strategic work and everything, especially as you kind of move up in your career. So yeah, it's it's giving away that responsibility, hiring somebody to come in, getting to to see what their version of content strategy is uh, and content operations is, and letting somebody else kind of kind of craft that vision as well. I would love to know this. I know we're kind of sidetracking a little bit, but I'd love to know this when giving your Legos away and hiring someone to backfill your role, content, some of what you're responsible for. I know it's new and I know it's fresh, but like what type of things or qualities are you going to be seeking in terms of backfilling that role? Like what, what stands out to you and what's top of mind? 
Yeah, um, I think somebody who is like super opinionated is is really important to me. And somebody who agrees with me on vision, but not necessarily always on tactics is what I like to look for. Um, I don't want somebody who is a carbon copy of myself. I want somebody who brings in new perspective and new blood into our organization um, and will make it their own. So if you believe in like the mission of content as not just like a straight SEO engine, but something that like helps to educate people and bring them together and build relationships with your users, that kind of like North Star is what I'm looking for. And then some flexibility and like how they believe the best way to do that is a new perspective on that is always, always welcome. But yeah. That's awesome. Hey, this show can serve as some sort of uh, recruiting channel at some level, a lot of content people listen. So if you're looking for a new gig, go hit up Allie. <laughs> always hiring, always looking for good people. So let's start here. I, I was doing some background digging and research and something on your uh, LinkedIn profile stood out to me. And I think it, you mentioned this when we originally chatted, but it will I think it'll help set the context for the conversation. But I'm pulling this and it says, this is to quote you, I firmly believe that companies speaking to technical audience, content community isn't about evangelizing for your product, but advocating for the community of users you've built your product to help that like totally stands out to me. And I think will be like kind of the centerpiece of what we're talking about, but maybe like share some context on where you're coming from with that statement to kick things off. Yeah, for sure. Um, I started like my career being very people and community focused. Um, My background's in journalism. And so helping to find like the like usefulness or the humanity behind like business and finance and healthcare and political things within our society uh, has been something that I always care about. And I try to bring that into the tech space and into any kind of like capitalism space, I guess. I think on the consumer side, like it always kind of sucks to feel like you're being sold to. Uh, No one like enjoys the kind of car salesman dynamic with companies. And the way that you ensure that you aren't giving that experience to your customers is to kind of put their needs and their feedback first. Um, instead of trying to focus on like what you can get to them or get get from them, um, focusing on what you can give to them with your product and then just having a lot of touch points with them and really trying to build that relationship that lasts beyond just like the conversion point with them, I think is really important. Yeah, no, that, that it stood out to me and appreciate the the color on it. I think one thing that I see a lot in is it seems like everybody who is maybe not everyone, that might be bombastic, but just people in general who are on the internet and who work for companies like we do are constantly talking about community. They're constantly talking about driving community for their brands. And then when you know I dig into the weeds a little bit, I'm like, I'm not sure what they're talking about. And then when I uh, dig in the weeds uh, with other people, I'm like, yeah, I, I dig it. Like these people, like what they're doing resonates with their audience and I can see, you know, th- there being growth on their channels and there's just legitimate conversation about topics that matter outside of their product. So I guess you're someone who like lives and breathes this space. I would love for you to maybe talk a little bit about like what, what community is to you and in, in B2B and maybe then on the flip side, like what it isn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think like, community kind of general, I don't think it's specific to B2B is more just about like people finding folks who are like them that can kind of support their journey, whether that's like personally with a hobby or personally with their career and also just feeling like invested in and like they have something to value and something of value to give back to the people within that community. And so being able to go into a space, whether that's a Slack space or a conference or a forum or whatever, and feel like they're being listened to and like their expertise matters. And also feeling like they have something to teach uh, and to give the other people there and that they're respected for that, that, that kind of like cohabitation dynamic, um, I think is what defines community. 
the the B2B filter on that is just that that's generally happening within like a business context or within like a product or a software context, but it's all still human nature. People want to feel like their opinions are heard and that they matter to them. Yeah, the the hard what uh, like the hard part I've always found just in terms of like designing community or being a part of community is that it, to me it's it's hard to not shift the marketer mindset to be like all right well I want to share all my stuff I want to like lead the conversation um, but it over time as I've evolved as a marketer being in different communities and groups it seems like the sh- the shift is always like hey, listen to the conversation, see what people are saying, and then take like your area of expertise and see where you can jump in and answer the questions to what's happening. Is that kind of what you think about or what you're striving for just in some of the work that you're doing at Census? Yeah, for sure. There's like this uh, this concept of like a virtuous cycle of content that I've like talked to my team and probably anybody who will listen about at some point. And this is where I think like content is really helpful for community efforts. It gives you a, like a conversation starter that like, look at this thing that I made, like, let's please talk about this thing I made kind of moment, but you can use the conversation around that as an opportunity to show that you're like listening to people's opinions and their expertise. We do this within our community by hosting like kind of bi-monthly like coffee chats. Um, And our advocates basically like uh, propose a piece of content that they've made or propose a piece of content someone in the community made. And they kind of use that as like the conversation point for that week. We send people some gift cards for like actual coffee because COVID times and basically spend that like half hour, hour, just kind of like talking through people's opinions about whatever was just shared. And then in the ideal state, he'll like go back and then he'll kind of write up an article that's spurred from like other people's thoughts in the community, uh, interview them and kind of chat with them to expand on their points and then publish basically a follow-up as a, a show of like, hey, we listened, like, these are your opinions. This is really great. This is pulling on your expertise. Um, so we get to elevate people that way. And it has this nice, like full kind of conversational cycle to it. No, I love that. And you mentioned earlier something to the effect of like just writing for SEO versus, you know, like I would assume the counter to that is like writing for, for people. And I would, I'm thinking just in the community dynamic, like if you're writing for SEO, like it's the, the uh, content can't really hold up in that scenario as well as like answering people's questions, writing for your audience and and those sorts of things. So like managing a community, people using content, like, is there a fine line between like the type of content that resonates and can be helpful and support those conversations that lead to threads that lead to connection points? And then just like someone reaching out with like some SEO written content that they built to, you know, appease Google. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's definitely a, a time and place for both of those. Generally, we do it like about 30 to 40% SEO content and the rest is all like bespoke kind of thought leadership content, whether that's coming from our internal experts or coming from our community. There's SEO is valuable, specifically for technical audiences. Um, A lot of the time that's like your tutorials and like how you're syncing data from like one warehouse out to some frontline tool, which like people do, of course, search uh, because you like forget the syntax for code that you're supposed to do or how different tools work. But that is generally kind of like credibility content where you're like, we understand this technical concept. Like you can look at this, you can see we understand it. Like we're not just like pretending that we're experts uh, over here. And it's kind of your foundation. And then the rest of it that's all on your thought leadership side is the like, cool, now that we've gotten in the door that you know that you can trust us. Like here's like our actual thoughts. Here's here's everything that our community says. 
I think the mix is also important just from like a content ops side, because obviously SEO is much easier to write than like thought leadership, especially coming from people who uh, have side jobs who are in your community that you can't like just make right for you on your editorial schedule. So that helps you kind of keep the the channels full and everything there while you're working on those like longer term investment pieces. Have you found uh, in your role or your soon to be role, like a move for you from like content creator and content producer to like, all right, now I need to be the content facilitator and try to get the right types of people at the right time, writing SEO content, writing thought leadership content, like quarterbacking the entire process? Mm -hmm. Actually, that's been true since I started working with more technical companies. I think the role of marketers is definitely more in that quarterback than it is in producing the content. Engineers of any flavor can generally tell when something's written by a marketer versus when it's written by one of them. And so I think in a lot of cases, like our job is not to be the writer, it's to be the QA check and the editor and like the writing coach for people who are technical. And that also helps you scale quite a bit more because you can have folks write about their technical expertise, whether they're engineers inside your company or in your community, um, or just freelancers who are trying to do that. And then you can basically be like the uniting tone and the uniting quality check there. That That's kind of always been the case. And I think that that has been successful and it ends up, uh, ends up giving you a blog that feels a little bit more like a publication and like a, a newsletter or like a newspaper, then it does like a kind of ivory tower, like everything is from the company. It's all this amorphous, just like company perspective and logo and everything like that. Do you feel like just from your observations, do you feel like most of B2B marketing has shifted towards that approach where the content person is more the quarterback or facilitator? Or do you think there's very much still a lot of like, I am going to continue to put out a blog post at 7.30 a.m. every day because I know Google likes that or I think Google likes that and I'm going to continue to turn these out without much like thought process, but just do it to kind of please our algorithms and try to get eyeballs. I'm just curious on your end, like, do you feel like the shift is more towards the content facilitation or is there more kind of just content factory type of work still happening across our industry? Um, I think it depends on the audience and also the maturity of the company. Um, I think for B2B companies that skew like B to developer and like, or at least have some technical IC somewhere in their personas going more on like the human side, the publication side, less from the content factory side, like that movement has, has happened uh, or is happening pretty aggressively right now. And I think that's just like a byproduct of like the expectations of technical audiences that they they historically kind of like hate marketing or they at least hate like disingenuous marketing. So it forces you into that. I think for the companies that are still like true B2B and just speaking to business leaders or like folks who are non-technical, there's a little bit more of a mix and a little bit more of a lag for still relying on like that content factory approach and trying to like just hack the algorithm and hope that that works particularly on companies who haven't really realized that like content is its own like human leverage or lever that you can pull. And it's not just like a paid ad campaign that you're just going to throw money at and like tweak some dials on and see how it works. So it, it definitely depends. And it's a little bit more of a wild card on that side, I think. Awesome. I, I'd love to maybe like dig back into community stuff since so much, so many people are talking about building community. You're someone who's responsible for community is a community builder. Like if someone is listening to this conversation and they're like, all right, I'm the, I'm the content marketer at, at my startup and, you know, my boss continues to talk about how we need to build a community, but I, I don't necessarily know how to get started. Like, 
what what's kind of your feedback in the like let's 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 crawl walk and kind of run our way into or building and organizing a community yeah for sure so i think just t- kind of taking advantages of the channels that you already have uh, i think when people think of community they immediately think of like oh we need to go create like a slack space or something on discord or a full forum site and like go through all this work and recruit thousands of people to go join and that's certainly great uh but it's like a lot of work especially for like content folks who may not be completely seasoned in that so really focusing on like where there is already community like Twitter is a great example of that. Your company's channels are a great example of that. If you have a customer advisory board, like that's its own little micro community there, as well as your own blog. It's like a kind of old school way of viewing blogging as like its own microcosm of community that I think we've kind of lost. And just being able to elevate voices and practitioners within your audience and within like the wider kind of product space that you're in on that blog will naturally foster some community among people that you can start kind of building out. And then as those channels become flooded, as people are, are more aware that like you're fostering this more conversational kind of format uh, on your social channels and on your blog and on like Medium and Dev2, if you're going to go and syndicate over there, that kind of gives you a primed list of people that you can one day start inviting to like a more formalized uh, like Slack space or community space that way. Do you have any feedback in terms of like, okay, you're obviously one of the moves is going to be like, where are my people talking? What are those channels? Let's say there's, there's Twitter, there's LinkedIn, and let's just say Facebook groups, just three, three areas where people are hanging out. Do you have any advice in terms of like, start on all three, start on one, like, wait, listen, like what would your, what would your feedback be? Mm-hmm. Um, I would start on whatever one you have the most traction with or the most activity with. And then within that, there's like kind of two approaches. One's just like start posting more of your work that is true top of funnel, not about your product. It's just about delivering value to people in those groups. And then basically start listening and paying attention to who the natural thought leaders are there. Generally in most spaces, like there are people who want to be building their personal brand, who have opinions and are trying to write and start reaching out to those folks and basically just offering them like some byline and a write or some writing coaching um, for them to come and publish on your blog. And they, they will naturally go out and amplify to their own networks after that point. And that has some built-in exposure as well as some built-in credibility if you're starting to align with people that the community already loves. That's awesome. And then another one just on this, like you have a piece of content, you are getting in the mix, getting in the conversation, is connecting with other individuals. Is there like a right approach to share your piece of content in a way that's going to be meaningful, significant, and helpful um, that doesn't feel like you're just trying to spam everyone? Like, do you have any advice or, or tips in regard to like sharing your work? I think making sure that there is some innate value to your work that isn't just people giving you money. Um, they should be able to take an action at the end of it that has nothing to do with your product or company and it should improve their life. And so making sure that there is advice in there, if you're pitching a framework or pitching a way to work that they can start implementing before they convert, that will certainly help. And then making sure that that is what you're highlighting uh, is definitely really good. Extra bonus points, if you can have it come from somebody who is like a practitioner within your company. Um, We have folks who are called like customer data architects and advocates at our companies, um, at our company census, and uh, having them be like super forward with their opinions and like really draw on like first person kind of stories about their career and how they've gotten this knowledge also makes it seem like super genuine and superhuman, And people tend to trust that a little bit more. There's a lot of good stuff in what Ali is saying, everyone, uh, make sure you get out your notepads on, on some of these points. Uh, maybe we close it out with this. I I'd love, obviously like 
growth numbers, like followers, subscribers, whatever you're tracking is like a signal, but um, maybe outside of just like the number itself, like what are some signals that you measure or have measured in the past that indicate that you're building something that it is actually something people care about? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a couple um, metrics around our community engagement specifically, probably responsiveness outside of our team. So like how quickly do threads get answered or do threads get weighed in on? That's a really good indicator. And then like how active people are after their first like 30 days in the community, how much of a cliff there is there um, shows their investment too. But yeah, ultimately both those things are towards like a wider goal of like you want people to start having conversations when you're not in the room. That's when you like know that your community is, is super healthy uh, and useful to people is if they will talk to each other without you like forcing them to interact with like a question of the day or anything like that. And so when they get to that point where you can kind of be hands off and just like watch the ecosystem be the ecosystem, that's a, a really great indicator. That's awesome. I'm gonna I'm curious on this one. This is like an aspirational type question, but where do you see just the concept of community in B2B marketing going? Do you see yeah, I'll just leave it at that. I won't lead the witness at all. I'm just curious, like where where is it going as someone who's organizing a community for a company currently? Yeah, um, I think it's going in a couple of different directions, uh, just in terms of like the purpose of community. Um, I generally see like two kind of schisms, one that's on like a very product heavy, like product support side. And that's like your kind of forums and like really trying to drive like all of your support requests asynchronously into the community so that you can, uh, as like David Spinks, who's amazing and all things community, uh, talks about like extending control of the community out to the edges. You're extending the control out to the folks who are in your community to support each other about your product. That's like one side of it. And I think the other side is like the education, like democratization of information among your community. And that's the like super top of funnel. Like you're helping people with their careers. You're helping, but like giving people a platform to help each other with their careers um, or with whatever problem they have. And that's just like your above the funnel uh, kind of efforts there and really shoring up people's connections in that area. Awesome. So much good stuff on content and community. Allie, I appreciate it. Before I let you go, maybe share a little bit about Census and plug something. It is a marketing podcast. Where can we send folks? Yeah, of course. So yeah, Census is an operational analytics platform that basically just means that we help you ship data from your warehouse out to all of the marketing tools or sales tools that you use so that everybody's working off one source of truth uh, and you get fresh data and you don't have to bug your engineering team for literally everything. Yeah, if you're in the data space or you care about data, I would refer you over to the Operational Analytics Club, which is operationalanalytics.club. It's pretty easy. And then I am on Twitter at Allie Writes Tech. If anybody wants to talk, content, community, anything like that, always happy to chat. So Awesome. Thank you so much. Everyone, go follow Allie. Um, we'll talk to you soon. Appreciate all of the knowledge. Yeah, thanks for having me. <laughs> I love all of that insight and nuggets. Go check out Ali's work. Check out that community. Go check out what they're doing at Census. So many good insights and information. I'm thinking about community and what we're doing over here different after that one. If you like what we're doing over here, hit the subscribe button. Take a enjoyable, rest-filled weekend. We'll be back on Monday with more Modern Day Marketer. Take care.